Cuba. Fantastic. So welcome, everyone. We are Naturally Healthy Club's September 23 group, week three, where we're going to be talking about weighing with curiosity. And I want to just start with this with a quote from Gretchen Rubin, who says, what we do every day matters more than what we do once in a while. And I love this idea, but this is particularly true for our food and eating because it's like and it plays into this idea that we don't have to do it perfectly, that it's like that that the you know occasions where we do overeat and do have big indulgences that like aren't as important as what we're doing every day. Okay, so our naturally healthy club philosophy. So I am, I'm becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh whatever XXX and it's okay. How do I want this to go? Awesome question for bringing intentionality into the moment. Overeating and stuffing myself is never worth it. Even one, just one more bite is not worth it. There'll be plenty of amazing food in my future. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so, and then I also wanted to talk about our Naturally Healthy Club process. So remember, there's four parts to it. So L-I-T-E. So L for listening to our bodies. I for making intentional choices. T for tracking and E for enjoyment. And so we're implementing this backwards. So we're starting, we started last week with the enjoyment piece. And the key thought that goes with enjoyment is this thought, there's no rush. And the habit that goes with the enjoyment part is this just this habit of putting our cutlery down. Um, and we also, the secondary habit, so this is the only part of our process that has two habits. The secondary habit that goes along with enjoyment is this idea of um, plant, like uh, anticipating a treat. Or, and actually, so there's been a few people posting in the group and this has come up before where people like freak out about the idea of eating treats. <laughs> And so what we want to do in, so what I've been thinking about instead of stank calling it a treat is actually getting into the habit of anticipating something delicious every day so that you're rather than calling it a treat and getting caught up in all the, the thoughts and um, you know, things, the baggage that comes along with the word treat, just let's make it anticipating something delicious, which kind of, I think makes it a lot easier because then it can be a meal it can be whatever it just makes it a lot easier to uh yeah to 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 navigate that um, so that's that's our enjoyment part and then t is for tracking so we're implementing that's the part we're going to implement today and so the thought that goes along with this is yes i weigh xxx and it's okay and the habit that goes along with it is our weighing ourselves every day so we're going to talk more about why this is this is part of our process and how to go about it and all the like help you with like if any thoughts are coming up around around this idea um, around tracking and weighing yourself every day we're going to cover that today and then in the future we're going to be so next week we're going to be talking about making intentional choices 
And in the future, we'll be talking about listening to our bodies. But just know that those skills around in making intentions and listening to our bodies, they're coming. So you're not meant to be like amazing at everything or from the get-go. We're going slow and steady with this. And we just, we want to implement each phase and get good at that and feel good about that before we try take on something new. So um, yeah, really like we just want to slow our roll and that it, what where we're meant to be right now is just focusing on this habit of putting our cutlery down and focusing on this habit of just every day, like thinking through your day and thinking what's something delicious that I'm going to have today and letting yourself enjoy the anticipation and the having of that thing. So that's where we're at so far in our process. So our plan for today is got a little bit of news to share and then we're going to do a recap of last week's lesson and then I'm going to open it up to tiny wins so I want to hear from you guys like um, any wins that you've had or it might be an ouchies or like a lesson that you've learned it doesn't have to always be uh, you know positivity sometimes but we the, the the wins are the lessons that we learn um, so I want to hear from you guys and then we'll talk about weighing with curiosity so um that and then we'll I'll open up to coaching if anyone needs coaching at the end. So, um, in terms of news, post of the week prize this week goes to Melissa and um, it's actually just Melissa on this. Let me check. No, um, so Melissa had said, um, struggling with the idea of treats and snacks. And she said, hi, Jules, I'm struggling with the idea of having a treat and snack every day. It's not that I'm totally against the idea. It's more that I haven't had them in so long. I'm finding I don't really want them or more like I think I won't feel good if I have them. I do like squares of dark chocolate, but I when I think about planning that out, I just think that won't feel good to eat after I've had a full meal or I don't want to eat it after dinner because the caffeine in it will keep me up. I'm very sensitive to it. I try not to snack because I've got it in my head that it's not good to get my digestive system working between meals. I picked up some, um, I always struggle to say this word, Ayurvedic um, ways of eating years ago, and this is one of them. I made myself a cup of hot chocolate this week as a treat one day um, and had it about an hour after breakfast. It tasted good but didn't sit well in my stomach. I've been allowing myself to buy special vegan cheese and other tasty things lately to incorporate into my meals, thanks to Joyful Cooking, and these feel somewhat like a treat. Maybe that counts, but maybe also I'm missing out on the some of the point of this lesson. I do want to experience the pleasure of planning and enjoying food, and I can see the value in this approach, but I'm getting hung up on whether or not I should incorporate my treats into my meals or if I should give up my ways and have snacks and desserts instead am I being too rigid so celebrating um Melissa said Melissa was like struggling with something celebrating Melissa for posting in the group in the coaching section like love that she did that so um for all of you like when something is feeling hard like you don't have to do this on your own remember you can reach out for help and I did um in the morning call I actually went through this with quite some quite detailed coaching but I'll just so if you if this is resonating and you want to like get the full depth of the coaching, like check out the morning, the early call replay. Um, however, I'll just, the couple of things I wanted to point out for coach for everyone and for Melissa. Um, so this, this idea of um, like s- snacking and that I've got it in my head that it's not good to snack between meals. So 
we all come to food with like all these like with rules about what's good and what's bad and what we should and shouldn't be doing right so this is completely normal like nothing's gone wrong there and yes there are people who will tell you that snacking's bad and sometimes those rules can be helpful but in general what we want to do is just before we like adopt anything like that just run it through your own internal wisdom of what feels good to you and so what we want to do with this is just like because the thing is that um, you know, there's nothing like eating proper meals is great and there's nothing wrong with having snacks. What isn't helpful is when those snacks aren't intentional and when we're just randomly grabbing whatever. Whereas if you're having a snack that it does feel good, like that you are like you're intentional with it and you're sitting down and you're enjoying it, like that's or that can be awesome. So so for, for Melissa and for anyone that's like, if you currently don't have snacks, if you currently just eat your meals and you're happy with that and you feel really good about it and you love that way of eating, then I wouldn't change it, right? I would just keep going with doing that. And actually, so with Melissa's example of the dark chocolate, like, but maybe if you did want to have some dark chocolate, maybe if you don't want to have it at dinner, maybe it's like you have it with your lunch, like as part of your lunch. And you have a slightly smaller lunch knowing that you're going to have, because you plan and you're going to have dark chocolate so that you'll have space for the dark chocolate then. So that could be one way around it. Or you might decide that you do want to have, start having snacks and experimenting with that. Like that's cool too, but it's like just what feels good to you. And if you feel like whatever the way you're eating ha- at the moment is working, then I wouldn't change it. But if you're like, oh, I'm not sure, then just do an experiment. Like there's nothing, and you don't have to decide now for always of like, oh yeah, I'm always going to snack or I'm never going to snack. Like we can just experiment and see what works, what works for us right now, knowing that sometimes that can change. So that was my first thought around around the snacks. And then um, the second thought around like planning treats, I think when we say, if we change that language to planning something delicious every day, then that opens it up to being more part of your meals. And so what Melissa is doing in terms of like buying herself special cheese and um, special vegan cheese and like incorporating, like, you know, really making her meals really delicious from the things that she's learned in my joyful cooking program. Like if that, if the meals, if, if those meals feel really delicious to you and you don't feel like you're missing out, amazing. Then I would like, just keep doing that. I don't think that's being too rigid because the, the purpose and that like I guess it's really helpful to understand the reason why but the reason why I encourage you to um, to plan something delicious every day is so that you feel like you're enjoying what you're eating and you don't feel like you're missing out because the moment that you feel like you're missing out or you're getting deprived then you can do that for a while but then you know that's when you end up like randomly eating stuff because you're like you like you've you've been depriving yourself so the purpose of this is really it's a mindset thing it's like how do you feel so if you feel yes I'm enjoying amazing like delicious food I'm not missing out on anything then you're doing it right like that's how we can tell if you're being too rigid or not it's like do you have that feeling of I'm really enjoying my food and I'm excited about what I'm eating and if that's the case then then that's all we that's all that's like tick that box like that that you've got that working really well and the other reason I do this is because like then it gives you an opportunity. So if you haven't had, and, and I, like I think it's also really helpful to check in with like, is there something that you really love that you haven't had for a while? And if so, like it's really helpful to 
like it, and something that you feel like you're missing, then it's really helpful to like identify those things and then in, like plan for them and have them and give yourself that to, permission to enjoy them so that you can start to include them in your life. And it might be that, you know, you, you might only do that that once a week or it might be something that you do on a more slightly more frequent basis but it's like as long as you're like not denying yourself anything that you love then you're you're all good <laughs> um so yeah I wanted to really celebrate um, Melissa for that and actually that ended up being long coaching anyway so you don't need to listen to the other replay I, I covered pretty much everything I did there so um yes so there we go we just want to feel like we're enjoying what we're eating yeah go um Tanya Thank you. Sorry. Sorry, I'm late. Um, no, no, I just had good. a question. Do you have a view about in the past, sometimes I've um, like I've eaten a big piece of cake and that's yeah. my lunch. Yeah. I'm just wondering, it doesn't seem like very healthy to me. Um, so I'm just wondering if you had a view about that. Yeah. Like, um, okay. Yeah. Like having cake for lunch is better than, and just having the cake is better than having cake and then because what often people do oh the cake wasn't healthy so then I'm going to have some extra like a salad with it as well so I'm getting some healthy food and that's like you're compounding the overeating so like that's not great um would I be having cake every day for lunch no but if it's like it's like finding that balance and what feels good for you Tanya and also like and also the quantity piece like like do you like do you want do you want to be like is this what you want? Like if, if this is, this is, a, if you want to be having cake for lunch, great, like then do that. Um, and also be mindful of like how much cake you're having. Like, so like yeah, it's, it comes you. down to what feels good to you, but you're better off if you are having cake, if you or say something's happened and you end up having cake and then you're like, oh, I, I had planned this salad, but I've just had this cake and I'm full, then don't eat the salad on top. Like save the salad for another time. Yeah. Yeah. So you can navigate that. Does that feel okay? Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Is there something else coming up for you? Um, no. I mean, I was just, I was just kind of thinking. You know, it seems kind of like, I don't know. If I was doing that very often, it would feel like I had some kind of eating disorder or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. Right. So do, you, do you want to share like the circumstances behind the cake? Because it's like it's like the thoughts that you think about it really are the the most important part of it. So, um, I guess in the past it's been like, well, you know, I can't just eat a big piece of cake, but if I don't eat lunch, then it's okay. Yeah. Um, but now I am more with your guidance. I am much more feeling like it could be a smaller bit and actually I wouldn't necessarily feel like eating a really big piece of cake and I probably would feel kind of weird not to have eaten any proper food because it, you know, it doesn't make you feel like you've really eaten. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not going to be satisfying. So yeah, cool. So you can just like, you can experiment with that. And, and, and I think like bringing that, that like we haven't got to this yet, but just bringing that intentional thought in of like, ask yourself, like, if you are, if you've got that cake served up, like how do I want this to go? And like, do I really like, what would feel good to me? And just enjoying the cake, but maybe like, you don't have to eat all of the cake and then you've got some space for like, you know, salad later or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Tanya. Love it. Love it. 
I'm glad you, I love that you raised your hand too. So good. <laughs> and I should have said at the beginning, if anyone, um, yeah, please just raise your hand or um, shout out if you, if you have questions or if you want to want to talk um, or something's coming up for you that you, you'd like to coach on as we, as we're going through. Okay. So let's recap last week. We've spoke about my favorite topic in all time, maximizing the pleasure of food and why we want to do this because it's fun because it's a key part of satiety it helps us handle stress and um, it helps build self-trust. But really, like, because it's fun and because it's there and but also because when we tune into the pleasure and we get we enjoy what we're eating, as you all know, as you will have experienced by now, like, you're able to feel satisfied without with a, with a smaller piece of cake if you're, if, you're, if you're tuning into the pleasure of the cake. And we did that tasting exercise where we ate one piece of food like really fast with distractions and then we ate another piece where we pretended that we were an alien who had never had this food before and we really went in a deep dive of getting as like granular as possible in terms of really tuning into the pleasure that was available for us with that food. And you could you all experience like the difference between the night and day feeling between how that like your experience of both two same pieces of food. And then we spoke about like how to maximize pleasure and that just this first step of giving yourself permission, like planning things, um, anticipating things, letting yourself have cake, letting yourself have the things that you want to have. Step two is enjoying that anticipation. So actually thinking about like looking forward to, to whatever it is that you're planning. Um, then step three was actually in the moment. And I'd actually end just with that step two with the anticipation there's a, that's such like that's the easiest way to double our pleasure is because when we think about anticipating something, I'm just thinking about my cheese that I need to eat up before I leave the country. I'm like, oh, that's going to be really good. Um, yeah, like I've just got a little bit of pleasure just from thinking about the taste of that blue cheese in my mouth. And so when we anticipate things, we get to experience, we actually get a little dopamine release in our brain and we get to experience some of the pleasure then. So it's like without a single bit touching out crossing our lips we can experience more pleasure so yeah anticipation is so fun because of that and then we can slow down and focus on the food and enjoy the food which we um and our key habit remember is just putting our cutlery down or our chopsticks down as marisa who's talking in the morning course she's been eating with chopsticks more um so that's that's there and then this fourth step is to like coach yourself when you want more and so th this is for things let's say you had that piece of cake and then the, the thought comes up of oh that that was really big piece of cake was really good but I want more and just like notice that those thoughts are coming up and coach yourself and remind yourself oh actually when I say coach yourself it's just like the think thoughts on purpose that are going to help you so reminding yourself actually you know what I've I really enjoyed that but I'm you know, I'll feel sick if I have more or um actually you know I can have this again tomorrow or another time and thinking about it in terms of when's the next time you're going to enjoy whatever it is that you're going to have. Um, yes, and, I can, and cre actually creating a plan to have it later is a really great thing. And that's how we find that balance between having you know, indulgent foods and enjoying them without ha having too much of them. Um, okay, so did anyone have any questions or any thoughts that came up after, the, um, after that call last week or, or around this idea? I have a idea? quick question. Yeah, yeah, Christine. Sorry, yeah, sorry, my video is not on. I'm like, I've had a day. Um, <laughs> That's all good. I, just, um, I was wondering, 
I really like something that really helped me this week was um, that mantra that you gave us, like, there's no rush, like that worked yeah. really well for me, like, whenever I get to the meal, because I just had a tendency to shovel. And I'm loving that. So I'm wondering if you have something because, like, you were talking about, like, coaching yourself when you want more. Um, and, you know, and, oh, well, how do I want this to go? Like, I have trouble, like, sometimes when I get started, especially with sugar stuff, it's almost like, I'm going like super fast and like, I, I, like I was wondering, is there some kind of a phrase or a mantra or something to kind of break that up? Because I have trouble sometimes having like a long, like coaching moment with myself about stopping. Does that make right. sense? Right. Okay. So, so you did, so it sounds, there's two, two thoughts in there. One, one's about the speed. So when you're having sugar, you're eating really quickly. Is yeah. that it, Christine? Yeah. Sometimes I, 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 I have a harder time slowing down if it's something sugary, yeah. Yeah, so do you think that's because, like, there's kind of like a, hey, I've got to sneak all, I've got to get in as much as I can before, like, that there's, like, kind of, um, there's, like, the teen or two-year-old Christine's, like, trying to scoff as much sugar as she can before, like, adult Christine comes in and st- ruins a party. So it's, like, I've got to eat this as quickly as I can before I, before this, the, the adults come and stop me is it do you think that's the the underlying um, or is there something I mean, else maybe a little bit for me it's just like I like can really feel like that kind of pleasure like mouth pleasure buzz like from yeah. sugar and yeah. I think it's like and I think yeah part of it is probably like oh like yeah I don't want someone to I don't want to have to like stop that like oh it's just yeah. really great yeah yeah so I think like reminding yourself that I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to get more pleasure if I slow down would be the helpful thought for that. Like there is no rush. I'll enjoy okay. this more. I'll enjoy it more. So if you, and, and when you notice yourself going really fast with the sugar, just go, oh, hang on. This is just my old habit. That's okay. It's I'm, I'm actually going to enjoy this more when I, if I slow it down. Okay. Just experimenting with that. Okay. Yeah. And then if I have like, like the feeling of like, oh, like I've like said, like, I'm going to have like a cookie and then I'm like, oh, that was really good. Now I want to go want back more. for more. Yeah. Like, is there something like, I guess I'm looking for something like, I don't know, like a question or a phrase to kind of remind myself, like, like I can get pleasure from a little bit. I don't need to like keep going all the time you know what I mean because a lot of times when I'm going back I know I'm not really like hungry hungry yeah yeah I think like the the first thing that I think that I find really helpful for that in that situation is like giving myself some compassion so going like and acknowledging like of course you want more like of course you want another cookie like and actually having that thought to myself like of course I want another cookie like that was really delicious Mm -hmm. and then like and then you can go like that's that's so that puts in a little bit of space and it also like it means that you're not arguing with yourself about it it's like oh yeah of course I want more like so then you're all on board with it and then you can like then 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 I I think that the thing that helps me most in those moments is actually thinking like I I think my thought is like there's going to be plenty of delicious food in my future but it might be okay. I can. But if for some people that's a bit too <clears throat> general, so maybe like try that. But also try like I can have another one. Like 
if you are going to be able to have another one tomorrow or, or just telling yourself I can have more later and so and okay. then yeah the more you that you have that trust with yourself that yeah I am going to have cookies again tomorrow or the next day or a couple of days later then that builds that that self-trust where you you'll, you'll believe it so do you think that okay. could work Christine or not or not because I have other actually um like I think I was just thinking if I just said something like I'll wait just a little bit because yes, sometimes yeah, like putting that's in a all pause. it needs like I yeah. just need to walk away for like a minute or two so I think maybe something like that because I I, I know the phrase like there's plenty of delicious food in my future but sometimes that feels like like that's too, too much far time away. yeah yeah so if I just say oh I'll wait a little bit because usually in a little bit like I've forgotten about it so exactly that's, that's really exactly helpful. Yeah, that's the one. Excellent, Christine. I love it. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Excellent, Coachy. I have to put you on the on the payroll. <laughs> I love that. That was a really specific example too. Like, yeah, um, yeah. I'll just have to. I'll just put. So yeah, saying of course, of course, I want more. I'm just going to wait a few minutes, and if I still want more, then then I can have it. And the, I think that that'll be that'll be huge. Yeah, so good. Okay. So time for tiny wins, tiny lessons. So, um, yeah, does anyone have anything they'd like to share with the group in terms of things that you've noticed? Yay, Vicky. Hi, Jules and everybody. Hi, Vicky. Hi. Um, I have a tiny win for this week. Um, it's a win and a lesson kind of together. My favorite type. Uh, yes. So um, yesterday, my win is that yesterday and today I did my daily practice. Um, but then I also stuck to my meal plan throughout the day. So I was really proud wow. of myself for doing that. Right. So you set an intention of what you're going to eat for the day and you stuck to it. Amazing. Okay. Yes. So that was good for me because normally I plan it out and I'll stick to like breakfast for sure. I don't know why I'm really rested and <laughs> breakfast I can stick to that plan. But then as the day goes on, things come up and then your plans change or, you know, you make impulse decisions. So I stuck to my intentional plans. So that was really exciting. But then the lesson was that um, it goes with today's topic, the weighing with curiosity bit. Oh, yeah. So um, the lesson was that I was proud of myself for sticking to the plan, but then my the scale still went up a little bit, uh, which was surprising at first. I was like, oh, my gosh, I was trying so hard and oh, it didn't yeah. reflect on the scale. But then when I thought of the reasons, there's other reasons going on like you know my monthly cycle is coming and all different weight water retention and whatnot and different reasons so it's not a reason to be too discouraged but still something to think about amazing amazing I love that Vicky this is such a good example for this week too um, yeah it would just yeah. happen that way so yeah great yeah so you've got the curiosity of hang on yeah like First of all, you and you let yourself feel, of course, it's disappointing when you've like had a good day and you feel like you've been really intentional and then you're like, hang on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then not letting that, because you could go into the thoughts of, oh, this isn't working and that's not fair and like blah, 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 which doesn't feel good. Hey, but no. rather than you were like, actually, yeah, like, oh yeah, like actually my cycle, you know, almost that stage of my cycle, 
like this is okay like so good to like coach yourself with that curiosity I love it yeah so that was exciting for me so yeah amazing mm-hmm. excellent okay and for everyone that's new in the group so Vicky this is her second time through so she's yes she's been through the um so next week we're going to be talking about setting intentions for the day. So that's what Vicky's t- talked about oh. her da- daily practice. So you're you're ahead of the game, Vicky. So I just wanted to yes. everyone's like, hang on, daily practice, been planning out the day. I haven't thought about that. Like you haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> like, you're, like we're going to cover that next week. So amazing. So good, Vicky. Thank you. Um, okay, who else has a lesson or tiny win that they'd like to share with the group? Naomi? Hey, hello. (laughs) So I always write stuff and I don't want to repeat that, but I think one of the things I'm really loving, and you just sort of talked about it with the treat thing, which for me, you know, that the treat thing reverts back to a diet mentality. You can have one treat a day. And so just reframing it changes everything because good good because of course I'm going to eat something delicious every day and I can just pick one thing that I want to think about and anticipate and really spend extra special attention on it so that's really helpful and I think the thing the overall thing that I'm just starting to twig into is that this is all about experimentation like like you're prescribing something like I don't feel like do this, this, this. And one of the things I did this week, and I think it reflect relates to something somebody else was talking about around snacking. (laughs) Because I one of my problems, historically, has been grazing. I mean, it's not a big surprise that you're going to gain weight if you're eating all day long. So, So then I really started to enjoy like three meals a day, three proper meals a day, prioritizing protein. Yeah, I'm happy with that. It's really good. Except that I really have a hard time later in the afternoon. Like I'm hungry, like I'm really hungry. And so what I did this week, amazing experiment. Amazing. <laughs> you I'm so excited. I, like did, my I didn't even like, follow my hungry. own rules. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to have some fresh strawberries and some roasted cashews and it changed my life. Like it wasn't a lot, but it was like, okay, four o'clock. Now I can cook dinner and enjoy and actually enjoy the time cooking dinner in a peaceful way at six. Rather than being like fighting with yourself going, I want to eat everything. Like I I was almost agitated and I was getting a little bit cranky. And I thought maybe I don't have to do that because I did eat well at lunch, but it just didn't, wasn't enough. You know, it wasn't going to carry me till six or seven. So yeah. Oh my goodness. Naomi, that's like so many wins to like, so that meta, like that kind of more like meta win of understanding that actually I can just do experiments. That's, I want everyone to take that away. Like, cause this is, this is how we find out what works for you is just, and it's like, you don't have to decide forever and always. We just like play, play around and see. And, and you could have had that snack and then like done that experiment and gone, actually, you know what? I wasn't hungry for my dinner then and it didn't feel great. Like, and so you might've decided, no, I want to stick to my, but no, now we know what works. Well, and the thing is, I don't have a snack all the time. It's just that you're allowed to feel differently on one day. And I think that's the reason why for me, I can only speak for me, but all the diet stuff before is not sustainable for me because 
First of all, I like to rebel against everything. Secondly, <laughs> you and me both. I'm, I'm changeable. I don't feel the same every day. And the other thing is when somebody tells me what to do, even if I follow it and I think it's a really good idea, it becomes mechanical for me. I start to do it. I'm a good girl. I'm following the rules. But and then, I don't even the, know. then the rebels like, like wanting to, yeah. So thank you. Oh, so great, Naomi. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I think like that's that everyday point is huge because, because like, you know, you're on a diet, if you're counting calories, you get whatever, however many, I don't even know what, what diet, what calories are these days, but you like, you get your certain allowed of what many calories and it doesn't take into consideration that we have different needs every day. And that some days, like on these days where I'm coaching, like if I look at my um, activity tracker, like although I'm just standing here, like because I'm like thinking and whatever, my brain's using more energy, like I actually like my activity tracker thinks that I've gone for a run when I've just been standing here. So my energy requirements on coaching days is more than other days. And if I was just giving myself the same like amount, then I'm missing out. Like in some days it's going to feel really hard and I'll be ravenous. So like by flipping this and being open to yeah it's okay for different day, different days to be different is so freeing so yeah so much goodness in that thank you Naomi okay um okay does anyone else any other tiny wins before we move on well actually we better get Dean I haven't heard from you you're usually good for a win is everything okay Dean there she is. Oh, it's dark in the Dean. dark in the Dean land. <laughs> it is. It's, it's been a really bad week. Um, I got COVID last week, oh. and it was the big Jewish holidays and big work weekend for me. And the Friday morning, I tested positive for COVID. I was supposed to be working all day Saturday and Sunday, and yeah, it's been pretty. Sad. Gee, I felt bad all week, but I'm like, oh, it's just the beginning of school. It's okay. No, not okay. So I just have tried to continue my radical acceptance, or at least acceptance, oh maybe without acceptance, the radicalness. Yeah, just just accepting that this is where I'm at. Acceptance. Yeah. And bed and me and bed have spent a lot of time together in the past. A few days, I, I just, yeah, and, and up and down, even I get, you know, upset with Jacob that he's not doing is, you know, nobody's coming to check on me. No, is anybody, does anybody care? You know, I spiraled in a spiral. <laughs> but of course, today I did actually go to work for an hour. He drove me the hour and a half and drove all the half an hour, hour and a half home because I just didn't feel up to doing the drive I could do the work but not to drive and you know without a question he would do all the things so I just have to remember that always the big things are good and sometimes those little things are not not always thought through because he doesn't he doesn't see the world the same way that I do and that's okay yeah, and that's okay that's and that's the best thought for acceptance hey it's like and that's okay. This is the best that, like, this is where we're at. Oh, send me a big hug, yeah. Dean. I hope you're feeling better soon. It's really not the start of the school year that I had hoped for. Mm. But 
we we are we are glad i really i'm not as sick as i could be and and i really i'm definitely better so that's that's a good thing yeah oh so that's a win that's a win the acceptance (laughs) is a win huge acceptance is a win yes it is and accepting that i can't do everything that i want and be everything to everybody and and it's just what it is and that's okay and that's okay. okay and that's okay so for everyone like when you're in a tough situation bringing in like the acceptance piece of just being like and saying that's and that's okay is so even like and this is like useful like we're talking about scale stuff if the scale's higher than you think it should be it is what it is and that's okay like that's a really calming good thought to have so oh sending a hug Jean. thank you Jules yay okay so Let's talk about weighing with curiosity. So why do we want to track ourselves? And basically there's a heap of different reasons. And this is something that's been part of the Naturally Healthy Club for the very be- from the very beginning. And it's something I feel is really helpful. And for th- the first reason is because like when we um like when we weigh ourselves every day and we ha- we have that number, like like we know the number it's an opportunity for us to actually change our relationship with ourselves and change our relationship to scale. And it's an opportunity to separate our weight from our self-worth. And, and this is huge because then when we, like when we decouple those things and we realize that we are like hundred percent worthy, amazing people at every size, like our weight doesn't determine our value as a human when we can see that separation, it takes a lot of pressure off our weight and our bodies, um, but it just, and it also like freezes up to then be open to like doing some work to change this without it meaning like, without it being so life and death. So, and it, it's an opportunity to like learn to accept ourselves as the Dean was just so beautifully talking about when we like, when we can like weigh ourselves and like the get it see a number that we're not happy with and still be okay with that like that's a superpower and the other reason I want to like why I think it's important to weigh ourselves every day is that then we can learn what works for us and what doesn't and um and also that then like and the really real reason is so that uh, all these reasons are valid um that also said I want you to come away from this program mean, program feeling like you have agency over the number of the scale, that the scale isn't controlling you, that you are you are able to, like you have influence over, over it. And yes, sure, there, there are these crazy like daily fluctuations, which we'll talk about in a second, that you don't have control over. And we do always get, there are always, you know, we'll get results that aren't what we anticipate, like Vicky's example from yesterday, but overall like like I want you to come away from this feeling like you have agency over the overall trend of where your weight is heading and whether that's stable whether it's going up or not or going down like you are in control of that because it'll come to at the end of the day it's like what you're putting in your mouth influences that and this so your weight isn't something that just happens to you like you have the power and you are way more powerful than you think and so um this is, these are all the reasons why I'm super, like, I love, I love weighing myself every day and I can't imagine that I will ever stop doing it. And 
The other reason is because it's helpful to have a way for us to measure our progress that's that's more immediate than how our clothes fit and like how we feel in our bodies and so and that's important for motivation because remember this idea that we change best when we feel good so if we are waiting for our like clothes to fit differently like that can take quite a while and it's like when we're in that moment of deciding like are we going to have another cookie or not if we like if we don't have that immediate feedback of oh yeah I'm going to be weighing myself the next day like that can that can change our decisions that we make in the moment um and so yeah like really what this is about is learning what works for you and what doesn't work for you and doing more of the things that work and less of the things that don't work and I want you to come away from this with a sense of control and also a piece of like it not being this big thing of just it's just a it's just another piece of data and the other reason why weighing yourself is so important is because sometimes like how we feel in our bodies is like I don't know if like if you suffer from any bloating like I do like you can feel that you can have days particularly like you know different times of the month you can have days where you feel really blah like you feel like you weigh 100 pounds and if you're if you so to have that data on the scale from the scale to know actually no I'm not gaining weight I'm like or I'm only slightly like it's only a little bit up like that's really helpful in those moments because otherwise you can you could you can like you know go into like not feeling great about things whereas if you go actually no this is just some bloating weight's fine nothing to worry about here like that's helpful information so and the 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 other thing I wanted to share with you is that like the con- consistent feedback I get from people who've been through the program is that daily weighing is a really positive thing and it really makes a difference. So, um, so that's like, you know, it's, it's definitely my, my experience and it's experience of the people that are successful in the group as well. And so what we want to do, um, I guess the, the next part of this though, is like, how do we go about doing it? And I, I'm really the, the thing is that it has to be daily, like not like every literally every single day, but most days, like a, a daily habit that you're doing. And why that is, is because then there's no surprises, but also um, like if you're only weighing yourself once a week or once a month or whatever, like you're not getting enough data points for it to be meaningful. So you're not getting that real-time feedback of, oh yeah, if I have a day where I graze all day and um you know, eat crap all day, then like how that, like, you're not, you don't get those lessons of how your, what you eat today impacts the scale tomorrow. If you're just doing it once a week. So it's really hard to learn what's working and what's not working when you don't have that extra information. And the other reason is because there is this, that there are this rent, there is for all of us, there's this fluctuation that happens. Um, So if you're only weighing yourself once a week, you just like the number of data points that you have is not as scientifically valid as if you are weighing yourself every day and you have seven data points for the week, you can get a clearer picture of what's going on. And, and that's a, like in, as any part of any science, like the more you measure, the clearer you have, like the more you know about what's going on. So if like, if you think about like my blood sugar, if I just measure my blood sugar once a day, 
and then the, and my blood sugar is changing all the time that gives me very little information compared to if i've got a continuous blood sugar monitor that's which i do use occasionally that's monitoring like i think it tests it every 15 minutes or every 10 minutes and i can actually see a graph of oh yeah so it was up here and then it went down and then like so it, the more data you have the bigger picture so if you uh not sure about whether you want to experiment with weighing for yourself i highly recommend it again doing treating it's an experiment um but making that commitment to do it every day rather than think, oh don't don't think oh i'll just do it once a week like i don't want it like if you, you're either weighing yourself or you're not weighing yourself like it's once a week isn't going to be very helpful because you're not going to get enough data for it to be meaningful and you're not it doesn't really help you learn okay so that's why I'm so fired up about this. And so how do we go about doing this? So we want to be bringing the curiosity into the scale. Like that is really the key part. It's like, and we don't want to be bringing the judgment and the shame and the guilt, like, cause it's not meant to be an exercise in, you know, brutality of beating yourself up with your thoughts. It's meant to like, and it can actually feel fun. You can actually play a game with it. Um, so what we want to do is we want to treat it as an experiment and you want to do it first thing in the morning. So mine, mine is like my habit is I get up, I go straight to the loo <laughs> um, and yep, do the loo stuff. And then I weigh myself straight away before I have anything to drink or anything. And I'm wearing the same thing every day. Um, so that's important because actually there was a time where I, um, I like it was like I was switching into winter and I weighed myself with my bed socks on and I was like oh well like I got a strange result then I was like oh hang on these socks <laughs> like they weigh at least like at least a pound and they did and so I took the socks off so yeah you want to be weighing the same thing every day just so you're keeping everything as consistent as possible and so if there's a morning where you forget and you go and have water or you have a have lunch or whatever or you have breakfast uh, don't weigh yourself after that just go okay well I missed that day and just go go back to this because if you as soon as you've had anything to eat or drink like that's going to impact that number of course and because it's only two glasses of water equals a pound so or half a kilo so you like it, it's important that you're doing this um, first thing in the morning treating, doing it wearing the same thing and so yeah keeping it's consistent and then the other thing that i think is really helpful for this is to graph actually graph your results rather than just it being a number so recording it so i have a um a scale like it's the fitbit aria scale which is connected to the internet so it actually just it logs my data and i don't have to enter it um uh, if you don't have um internet scales there is a um there there are various you know weight tracking apps um, the one that I think that most people that I know of that's been helpful for people is one called Happy Scales. Uh, but there's, you know, Apple Health have one. There's there's other weight tracker ones. So um, feel free to experiment with finding the right the app that works for you or you might want to do a spreadsheet. That's cool too. Um, and the thing is when we're weighing yourself, you want to be prepared for the thoughts and the feelings that come up uh, when you do weigh yourself. And so sometimes there'll be the thought of, ah, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, you know, so like we take the example of, uh, so I had the Saturday night, I had like this big bowl of ice cream. I totally ate ice, cheesecake ice cream. And so a great example that you don't have to do any of this perfectly. So the next morning I woke oh, I actually woke up in the middle of the night because of like, you know, because of eating too much. And it impacts my sleep. And so 
when I went to weigh myself, I was like, I was like, hmm, I wonder what the damage is. I was like, hmm. <laughs> like I was kind of having a little joke with myself of like, how bad could this be? Like, how how much is this going to be up? And I was just kind of playing, being playful with myself about it. And then I weighed myself, and it was up, but it, about where I thought it would be. And I, but so like it was, it was like it wasn't like, did I want to be there? No. Was it a great lesson? And I, then I, I thought was okay. Well, what do I want to do differently, knowing what I know now? And so it was a great opportunity for me to reflect on actually, you know what, I kind of just shoveled that ice cream in. I didn't really pay a huge amount of attention to the last bits of it. I probably would have been satisfied with a third of that. And so then I set that intention of like, I was going to have ice cream again on Sunday night, like that night, but I was like, I'm going to do this differently. I'm going to serve a small scoop and I'm going to really like set that intention to slow down and really enjoy it. And I did. And it was like, it was like night and day, but I, I wouldn't have been able to get that lesson if I had have been going into the shame and judgment and I could have been like, oh, I'll never have ice cream ever again. Like, but I didn't do any of that. I was like, okay, of course I overate then. What do I want to do differently? Okay, I'm going to have ice cream again, but I want to really enjoy it this time. And so I did. And then, of course, like the next day, the scale was back down. Like it wasn't up like crazy. And like it was all like calm and like a, quite a positive thing. Because now I've learned that actually – serving I enjoy the ice cream more when I serve a smaller scoop and have it in my small bowl rather than having like this big bowl that I like want to keep going um so I want you to like to do the the same thing it's like be prepared for the thoughts that come up and there will be days where you think oh man like I was really intentional I thought I listened to my body and yeah go Naomi um, yeah, so I really love this topic. And I've been weighing myself forever, just like that. And but I also know it's part of diet stuff. So when I went away yeah. on vacation, I was fine with not weighing myself It was okay, not a big deal. But I got back to the habit right away. But here's the thing. And I think you, you I think some of the next couple of weeks are going to help with this as well. But what I hear you saying is that when you notice a change, you actually think about how you can adjust right away. Because the thing for me is gaining the same stupid few pounds and then losing them and then gaining, like it's that yo-yo thing Yeah, yeah. I, that I personally am over. I don't want to do that anymore. When you reach the place you want to be, you still do that for a pound or two and do you adjust it right away. Like how... Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering how I can use the feedback in a more helpful way rather than just watching it. I want to I want to feel more of that agency. I mean, sometimes like if it goes uh, right, what I'm doing right now is if it goes up a couple of days, like usually if it's one day, I don't do a whole lot because it fluctuates. But if it goes up a couple of days, I go, okay, I'm just going to try to be more mindful. And usually Right now, I am like, since I've started, I know the weight is dropping um, anyway, but I don't want it to do what it used to do, like kind of go up the same amount and then down the same amount. And, yeah. yeah. So um, that's a really great question, Amy. And so I think the, the, the way to approach it is like with this curiosity and with like the, actually, uh, there's a really great visual um, for this. And it's like seeing it as like 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 the the guide rails on like um like the you know the guide on the side of the road. <laughs> so you're rowing down the road, and when you hit the like little bumpy bits, 
So that's if the, the, if the scale's gone up, that's like, that's a sign that you're hitting the bumpy bit. So it's like, okay, that's just a sign that I need to like maybe address something. And so it's like not this like I need to, you know, radically restrict or do anything crazy, but it's like, oh, okay. Like, and then, and it's like, okay, there's just something for me to learn and just think through, okay, well, what did I do the previous day? Was there anything like that I would do differently? And so it's like, and sometimes it might be, oh yeah, you know, I was pretty intentional, but then there's pretty much all the time, if my weight is up, I can figure like there's something that I could have done differently. And it might be, oh, actually, now that I think about it, I was picking a lot when I cooked dinner and then I did feel quite full after I finished eating. So it's, but it's like seeing it as this, like, um, it's like just, this is this sign to like check in and be more intentional is the way to approach it. Yeah. I, I really like the idea of not is you're sort of not waiting till it's an emergency. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like it's adjusting now. Dashboard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's just and so it's not a big, big thing. Yeah, but it's like every time it's up, I always think about okay, what do I want to do differently that day? Rather than letting it build and build and build and then go, oh hang on, we're at five pounds more than I want want to be, then having to reel it all back in. And that, and I like, and I'll just, and generally it's like just being, I set the intention to like be more intentional and like to, oh yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I'd need to slow down with my food and really tune in with my body, which we haven't got to that, that lesson yet about how to do that. So that's coming for everyone. Um, but yeah, that, that's really what it is. Does that feel good, Naomi? Yeah. Amazing. Tanya. Um, uh, thank you. I, I just have a question. Because I used to weigh every day, I think I said, um, for years and years and years. Um, but I don't know. I feel like fairly often I might overeat one day and then the next day it doesn't show up, but it shows up the day after. Is that something? Yeah, so it just makes me think, you know, so I don't necessarily, I can't necessarily trust that it's going to tell me the truth <laughs> the, the next day. Yeah, right. But you will have a sense of it. And so often... Um, yeah so that that shows up for me often if I've been drinking as well because and like it's so you're having wine and or alcohol and a lot of food and then the next like the next day you weigh yourself and you're like oh hang on like I was expecting this to be worse but then it'll be it'll come on the day after and that's because the alcohol is really dehydrating so it's like so it's like even though you've had calories from the alcohol it's like it's you're dehydrated so when you weigh yourself that day after there's not very much water in your system and then when you rehydrate so that's why it feels like there's a lag sometimes and it can be the same with um like salt and like and, and also sometimes like we when like hormone stuff can play into it as well like Vicky experience so so I think it's like rather than telling yourself oh, I can't understand this I don't know what's going on just bringing the curiosity like oh there must be something here for me to learn and just bringing that curiosity is the way to approach and and sometimes there will be some days that you just go what <laughs> and the other uh, the other thing that can play into it huge actually so I'll, I'll actually go through now I've got um like a list of things that cause the weight to fluctuate up and what causes the weight to fluctuate down so maybe if we go through that next Tanya like that'll be helpful so this is um this list I'll just paste it in the chat um yeah so approaching it from this like there's something for me to learn um 
and and just and familiarize yourself with with this list so how does how does that feel tanya yeah that's good thank okay. you okay so i'm just notice the time too much chatting jewels okay so things that cause weight to fluctuate up eating more than your body needs eating more than your body needs eating more than your body needs like that's really those three things like that's really the number one factor um the number four is grazing and that's because if you're grazing and you're eating little bits all day you never get that really full feeling but you can pack away a lot of food so that's um grazing can cause the weight to fluctuate up because you it makes it harder to eat like to eat it makes it easier to eat overeat number five is like constipation so that's a huge one like if, so if your digestive system is a bit sluggish then you're actually absorbing more nutrients from the food that everything that you do eat. So that has one impact. And then you also have the weight of that, those stools in your body, like contributing to the scale as well. So that has like your digestive health has a huge impact. Um, salt can cause your weight to fluctuate up. And that's just because it causes like when we have lots of salt, it causes like we, we retain more water. Um, so I often find if I have uh, a lot of soy sauce that's a killer for me like in like my weight will even if I don't eat, overeat my weight will be up a lot the next day and so like no dramas not, not a problem high carb foods can cause weight to fluctuate up so this is if you're used to like so I, if you're like me and you don't eat a lot of carbohydrate when you do have a high carbohydrate day um, that can cause your weight to spike up a lot more than you'd expect and that's because when we store carbohydrate we actually, our body store for each gram of carbohydrate, our body's like just the chemical structure of it is that we actually store four gram, four, four molecules of water. So one gram of carb is four grams of water. So there's a lot of water that gets stored. So it's a, not a water retention thing. Um, heavy weight sessions. Personally, I don't experience this, but some people, if you are working out muscle can impact, um, cause weight to fluctuate up. And then there's also like the pre-period, like in usually those few days before your period's due, there can be some hormonal stuff that causes um, your weight to fluctuate up. And then in terms of what causes your weight to fluctuate down, listening to your body and getting that quantity piece right, number one, two, and three. <laughs> um, number four is eating proper meals because when you have like real meals, then you're more likely to feel satisfied and you're less likely to overeat. Another thing that causes weight to fluctuate down is diarrhea, and that can actually play into the um, the alcohol piece as well. Like if you, because that causes you, that kills the gut microbes and causes you to have like a bit of an evacuation in there. So like, and there's two reasons. But first, just like your digestive system is empty, so there's less things to weigh. But also, um, when the food's passing through you really quickly, when you have diarrhea, your body's not able to absorb as many nutrients from it. Um, Number six is eating high protein food can actually cause the weight to fluctuate down. So you'll, as you experiment, you'll find there'll be some days where you have a lot of protein and you feel quite satisfied and you'll be like, and then the scale will be like lower than you'd expected. And that's, I'm not sure of the mechanism there, but I just, it's something I've observed. Um, dehydration, which I mentioned with, the, and, and alcohol. So if you haven't had a lot to drink, that can cause the weight to fluctuate down and alcohol because of this de dehydration effect. Um, can also cause the weight to fluctuate down. So these are all in circle. There's actually, I'll post these with the replay and there's a, um, there's a, in the resources section in circle, there's a, a this these notes that say what causes weight fluctuations. 
So that's there if you want to familiarize yourself. But if you get a, um, an unusual result on the scale and you're like, really can't figure out what it could have caused it, then just like totally, totally not a problem. Like post in the group because we can, I can help you like figure it out. Um, and there are other things that impact like our weight. So things like sleep, activity levels, stress, insulin resistance, but they impact like the longer term trends because they influence our appetite. So really like in terms of daily fluctuations, these are the key things that influence it. And um, I've just noticed a time. So if you do need to jump off, um, please, please go and just know that your home play for this week is to keep focusing on the enjoyment piece. So the using that thought, there's no rush and keep going on that habit of putting your cutlery down between bites. It's like, this is a lifelong thing that we want to really work hone in on. And then also that habit of planning something delicious. So like, so thinking through your day and thinking of something delicious that you're going to eat each day. And then um, the new habit that we're adding in this week is the tracking and weighing yourself every day. And the thought that goes with that is like, I weigh XXX and it's okay. Um, so we, we want to work on that and also don't forget to post your tiny win or your lesson in the group because that's nothing's too big or too small and that's um, part of it and yeah that's it for, for this week so for those of you that can stay on I'll just wanted to share um, a couple of things so there's a chart from uh, Veronica I'll just do a quick screen share to show you like what this what you like what this can look like um, kind of what's normal Firefox. There we go. Share the right thing. Amazing. So this is from Veronica was here with the, you know, she's still part of the graduates group actually. And so you can see like there's, it goes like there's like ups and downs, there's ups and downs. And there's like a whole month here where it looked like she wasn't really changing, but then it did. So like, this is normal. This is like what you would expect to see. So these daily fluctuations are just part of weighing ourselves every day and the cool but you can see like if you were just looking at the numbers you wouldn't be able to see this trend whereas if when you see it on a graph um, it can be like getting that visual really helps you understand what's going on so that's why I recommend like entering your data into some sort of app and ha having a graph that you can look at can be really motivating okay so we'll stop share and then um, just and so a couple of questions that I'll post these in the um, chat as well but these are kind of the I call them curious questions but when I weigh myself and the weight and my weight is up particularly if it's higher than I expect it to be these are the questions that I kind of go through to diagnose what the problem what's caused this so it's like first is like was I grazing or was I randomly snacking or my biggest downfall is like picking when I'm cooking and often that'll be the case and so my solution then is to like oh okay no dramas I'm just going to be like really intentional today about like just eating my meals um, next one is did I listen to my tummy and we haven't got to this as a skill yet um, and it's like not just did I leave food on my plate but did I really was I feeling like I stopped when I just felt satisfied or is it possible that I was overeating? And oftentimes that's another thing. It's like, I just random, like I just finished everything on my plate and I was like, actually that probably was too much. 
Um, third question I ask myself is like, just how's my digestive health? So check in with that, that the, the gut situation. And then the, uh, the, the fourth is like, did I have a lot of carbs or sugar or salt? No, carbs, salt, alcohol, or did I have not enough protein the previous day? And then the fifth question I ask myself is like, knowing this now, like what do I want to do differently to focus on today to change this? So that those questions can be really helpful. Okay, so how's everyone feeling about this idea of weighing ourselves every day? And Naomi's already on board with this and Tanya. Yeah, Naomi, did you have a question? Let me think. Oh, okay, Tanya's, Tanya's thumbs up. Oh, Naomi, did you want to talk or oh, you're good? I'm going to go with you. Christine saying all good. You know, Vicky's doing it. Awesome. So good to see you. Maybe Naomi's typing, typing in the chat. Amazing. Okay. Um, very helpful. Okay, great. Well, have a beautiful week, everyone. So focusing on your enjoyment, slowing down. There's no rush. Plan, focusing on planning something delicious. And yeah, starting that tracking every day. And I'll look forward to, oh yeah. And just a reminder that our call next week, I'm traveling. So our call next week is, there's only one call and it's going to be on a, it's on a different day. So it's in the calendar. I'll send an email out about it. Um, but yeah, so there won't be any call at this time next week. And, um, and then moving forward, because I'm going to be in Ireland for a month, uh, six weeks. So check the calendar. So this call at this time will be in the middle of the night in Ireland. So we won't be doing it at this time, but there are still going to be two calls. Apart from next week, there will still be two calls a week. Um, they're just going to be at a different, one of them will be at a different time. So, okay. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Catch you guys next week. That was so great.